back to Uganda's favorite comedy podcast, American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And right alongside him, I'm Jesse. I, I think we lost that title. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll back you up either way. Better, dude, don't <laughs> fucking turn on me on air. We're Uganda's favorite comedy podcast, dude. Woo! I can't. After all we've been through on our latest Patreon, how how could I? We finally, uh, you know, answered <laughs> the age-old question. Can you taste with your nuts and i think the definitive answer is oh well i guess you're gonna have to listen to the episode if you're you gotta go check it out yeah (laughs) we did taste soy sauce with our nuts we don't know if we tasted it or not you're gonna have to listen i mean you'll 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 see the whole process it's crazy Uh, it's ridiculous that we even did it but we did it and it's that plus a little bit of bizarre news so for all of our patreon listeners all our patreon slackers that we love so much please go listen to that because we had a an interesting time recording that episode it's not a video episode it was ridiculous yeah video i mean would be a little sketchy i mean (laughs) there was nuts we're trying we're trying to get our youtube going we're not trying to like get banned immediately yeah we're trying to get on youtube not like uh porn tube you know (laughs) Uh, we also got some new merch matt has uh one of our new mugs sitting in the background there i love it dude you can't tell right now but this bad boy is a magic mug that it goes completely white like the inside so as soon as it gets hot, boom, baby, you can kind of see it. You can kind of see that sweet that ass logo, but it looks logo. glorious when it's hot. Matt's going to sit on that mug and warm it up for the whole show so that by the end of it, we can show you what that looks like. Or I'm just going to put a photo right like. <laughs> That's right probably there. easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can check it out. And one more thing I wanted to address, Jesse. One more thing. Somebody left a dislike on one of our brand new fucking gorgeous YouTube videos. I know, you've been working so hard and you're getting hate already. Already, dude. We never get hate. Not for nothing. There's a a lot more likes than dislikes coming our way. But still, somebody disliked Chicken Snoop for the soul. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I mean, come on, dude. That was a great episode. It was a great name for an episode. I got a theory. Might be Snoop Dogg. I don't know. Just saying. And if that's the case, whoever you are, Snoop Dogg or not, we do implore or we we want you to reach out to us. Yeah, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Let Uh, us know what we did. Why we make it? We're always trying to improve over here. We're open to uh, suggestions. And then for everyone else that you know does enjoy our stuff, please. Go like our videos so that, you know, these one dislikes that we get are much more outweighed by the uh, support yes. and likes of the slacker community. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm still, I'm just, I'm butthurt over He's it. Sour. I'm not going to lie. You got to give him, he's got to drop him a few likes. You got to, you got to cheer Matt up. So he keeps making this awesome content. Yeah, guys, cheer me up, please. All right. So we're going to get into our bizarre news, but we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. Nailed it. Yo, it was close. I feel like I was gonna flub it, but I rolled it. I rolled into it. I, I think this like is talk, two weeks, talk two consecutive weed yep. news weeks. I put it on the board. I'm supposed to do that each time. That's what the uh, protocol suggests. So we're here for <laughs> two weeks, and we're gonna throw that on the bed. All right. At least I capped it this time. Nice. All right. <laughs> uh, we're headed over to Colorado. 
you know, one of the founding states of marijuana legalization. And they're under a little bit of uh, pressure right now because someone's putting forth a ballot measure that would get rid of marijuana legalization in Colorado. What? Yeah. They're trying to cancel it out after all the revenue, all of the setup and everything? Yes. What kind of dumbass is doing this? They basically want to repeal the amendment that had been put onto the Colorado uh, state constitution, I believe, that uh, it was Article XVIII, so I believe that's 18, uh, Section 16 of the Colorado Constitution, Personal Use and Regulation of Marijuana. They want it repealed. And they would say that the medical marijuana and industrial hemp laws would not change. It's very loosely worded. It's only like four sentences and i don't believe it has much backing based on this marijuana moment article they're saying it doesn't have much backing but that's still kind of scary to see that people are actively working against legalization in in states cornerstone states like colorado yeah if they fall what happens to everything else the progress is like fucked dude i mean we're gonna see a difference in states falling you know which is why i wanted to bring this to everyone's attention like uh via the cannabis news uh segment because we cover a lot of like hey oh this state just went medical or this state just went legal but we don't see a lot of this and it's important to look out for it Mm. like i said there's not much support from what uh the marijuana policy project director says um, they also are quoted saying it would kill jobs, destroy businesses, and deprive the state of tax revenue and restore the injustice of prohibition, which basically says, you know, making weed illegal again isn't going to be great for everyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I mean, it, it seems impossible to reverse it now. I mean, with how Colorado is, I mean, it's the premier state for fucking for yeah taxation like benefits like the model is just making every other state fold i think realistically when they see how much money they're pulling in how could you not i mean people are going to do it on the black market regardless why not pull it on the legal market make money make it safer for people yeah making it safer just, overall i think is like the most important thing and not throwing people in jail for it because then yeah, they're dude. not they're not a having their rights taken away and b being a burden on you know the taxation of everyone else so yeah Um, Another interesting thing out of this is uh, Pew Research Fact Tank tweeted out that two-thirds of Americans say that marijuana use should be legal, reflecting a steady increase over the past decade. And they showed a little chart on on their tweet here that shows, uh, you know, the increase from 1969 to 2019. And it's completely reversed. In uh, 69, it was 84% said it should be illegal and 12% said it should be legal. And now in 20, or well, last year in 2019, uh, it said 67% said it should be legal and 32% said it should be illegal. Yep. Tides are turning, man. It's I mean, good to even, see. even if you look at that same chart from about the time that we were born, you know, 88, 89, 16% said it should be legal and 81% said it should be illegal. Yeah, we're we're talking the era of this is your brain on drugs though too with that fucking egg and omelet fucking commercial, you know, like so everybody had the wrong impression. We were lied to. But to see like the progression even just within our lifetimes of going from sixteen percent to sixty-seven percent saying it should be legal mm. is yeah. like a hell of a lot of progress. 
hell of a lot. Of, yeah, you're not kidding, man. And most of that's not on the back of on our backs because you know we were like ten mm-hmm. and in, and like teenagers when most of this was being pushed through. It's so. all the dudes, you know, Jack Herrera, like all the dudes in Cali that were fucking going to prison left and right to fucking mm-hmm. to make a stand. And I mean, those are the people that are the heroes, unsung heroes, really, in in our fucking, you know. Well, not our industry, but in the industry, in the culture, in our industry. Sure. But yeah, like we we can't help but feel involved. I mean, we really like we enjoy marijuana. We really authentically do for many reasons, not just to use it as a drug, but I mean, it makes you feel better if you have pain. I mean, there's so much more to it than just it's a, a fucking recreational drug. And I think that's one of the things we love and you know talking about is like why it should be legal. And it's so stupid. I know this whole thing just pisses me off seeing somebody like backbutt trying trying to backpedal. Yeah, yeah. Man. It's uh, and you know, on top of what you said, with all the those reasons, another reason would just be the injustice of people being put in jail because of it and having their lives ruined. Like, I think if uh, people were being put in jail for having chocolate chip cookies, we would probably have the same stance that we do with cannabis. They kill it's you. Like, it's like <laughs> if it's if it's not hurting anything or anyone, uh, you know, you shouldn't have your life ruined over it. Dude, in the words of the Beatles, let it be, baby. <laughs> there you go. So if you want to read a little bit more uh, from this Marijuana Moment article, we'll be posting it up on Thursday on our Facebook page. So make sure to check that out. Another little update on our last regular episode. I had done a cannabis article about how weed's going to save the bees. And <laughs> uh, I found a little bit of an update, a rebuttal to that from a person someone who has been involved in apiaries and beekeeping for over 30 years and they said you know there's not enough nutrition in cannabis pollen for the bees bees are smart and they will kind of weigh the distance versus nutrition value and they will go to a flower that's further even uh, like further than uh, from the hive than a cannabis plant just because of the nutritional value of the pollen of the flower over the cannabis plant. Huh. Okay, so most likely they're going to skip it. Cannabis is kind of cannabis pollen is probably like the junk food of of bee diets essentially mm-hmm. is what it sounds like. It's not much nutritional value for like what you're getting out of it. And that had a lot to do he said from the evolution of the cannabis plant using wind to spread its pollen as opposed to flowers which have evolved alongside bees to pollinate using like insects mm. making it you know yeah. having Makes to sense. be more nutritious and there's more, no real more nectar attractive. sugary nectar yeah mm. right so thought that would be an interesting little update we got two sides of it and uh, I thought that would be kind of important I'm not going to post that one up but if you do want to know that one is from uh, mugglehead.com you can go mugglehead.com slash hemp dash doesn't slash help dash bees <laughs> so they're, they're making a claim there that it's not as good as it sounds oh man no good no good man i was hoping the bees were loving the hemp and yeah uh, well i mean they could still eat they could be vegging <laughs> out you know go go get a little stone and just eat your weight and cannabis pollen yeah, you know yeah. maybe use the hemp to make a nice little hemp house you know or it's a, a great hat. great structural that'd be adorable nice. Man, well, let's move along to Philly. We're going to talk about one of the most important investigations to come out of 2019. Oh, my God. All right. And we're talking about Gritty. And if you're not familiar with Gritty, Gritty is the Philadelphia Flyers' beloved, hairy, ugly, ugly, frat boy quoted looking fucking mascot. 
he does like kind of. He's kind of of Donkey Kong and Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Yeah, he does. He resembles Henry really well with all that orange hair. Um, so apparently, Gritty at the end of 2019 was at a meeting greet. Um, <laughs> he was introduced to a kid, and I don't know what how this happened, but apparently, he was Gritty's known for being a little bit of a bully type character. Okay. And he is quoted as saying he, he went running as hard as he could and punched a kid in the chest. Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't believe it because, I mean, I, I feel like a full grown man punching a kid would really fucking murder the kid. But uh, and, and the dad is pretty upset and the dad has some he's got some clout, man. He's a 22 year season ticket holder. Okay. So like he's a dude that's there every year for the last fucking two decades. Yeah. Spending a fortune on tickets for every game. Longer than Gritty's been around. So, I mean, yeah, Gritty's, I mean, what did he come in? Uh, I think he came in in 2018. Years ago. Yeah. 2018, he, he, and he was immediately made fame because, like, I guess Antifa and, like, a bunch of, like, different groups were, like, pissed off for some reason with, with the whole deal. So it helped, oh my God. you know, bring the controversy to the media. Well, that, and he just looks like a fucking hacky sack that someone threw googly eyes on. Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, it's some kind of cousin it type deal. It's really ugly. This guy is really, he wasn't blessed. He was whipped. He's like the, the result of a trade. gumball like that you spat onto a barbershop floor. That thing is disgusting. And he kind of looks like one of those dudes that's just always lost. There's he's never present. He's never there. You know? He just kind of does around. So did he kids. did he punch this child? So within investigation, <laughs> the authorities have come to a standing. He did not intentionally harm the kid. He might have knocked him over, but the, he didn't there was no reason to believe that he actually just assaulted a young child. Do you think this is a cover-up? I don't know, man. I don't think it is. I mean, He's the mascot's new. He, he is a bully character. I mean, it could be a... You might be onto something now. Now that I think about it, he's a bully-like character. Maybe they want to protect it. I don't know, dude. Apparently, the son had to go to see a chiropractor, and uh, the chiropractor told him, uh, the dad, that he did have some, some muscular and spinal damage. Ah, he gave him the old gritty back diagnosis. Dude, yeah. That sounds gritty, yeah. Yeah. He got gritty back. <laughs> Either way, I'm on Gritty's side. That kid shouldn't be a bitch. You should just tough it up. <laughs> take take the hit. <laughs> take the hit, kid. It's fucking Gritty. You know what you're getting into. Damn. He's a fucking bully character. Don't go meet Gritty if you can't handle a fucking thumping or two, all right? So you I'm say saying. don't meet your heroes. I think this is a perfect example. This is, yeah, dude, you're right. You're right, because your hero <laughs> might just kick the shit out of you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, we're moving on to another attack. Uh, it's a violent nice. world out there, and even when you try to help Sometimes you might end up harming someone in like in this case where a neighbor ended up shooting a man with a crossbow in Massachusetts while trying to stop dogs from attacking him. <laughs> crossbow is the best like means of defense against a dog attack. I'm just going to say it. We got a Daryl Dixon out here thinking he's going to solve the problem <laughs> by putting down a pooch with a fucking arrow. And uh, it ends up leaving a man dead. So the way this played out, at least from the officer's perspective, is they arrived on the scene to see uh, two mature pit bulls fighting. And when the officers got out of the car, the animals came at them. They unfortunately had to put the animals down. They uh, followed the trail of uh, destruction up into a home where they found a man who had been barricaded in the room. And he had the arrow uh, essentially stuck at him. And he was dead. What did the guy shoot him through a crack in the window or some shit? Like what? 
Well, supposedly, from what it looks like, the neighbor came running in with the crossbow, took a shot at the dogs when they were like trying to break down like in into the room, and it went through the door into the guy. Oh my god, dude, that's horrible. Try to help. Just trying to help. Just just trying to help. Stone that out there. (laughs) This is when just trying to help goes horribly wrong. Think about that next time you try to help somebody, all right? They, they even called the guy a good Samaritan, and they said he's working with authorities and that he didn't mean to, and it's uh, the death is being ruled as an accident. Or so, was it? I don't know Talk if I call this... Talk about cover-ups. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I call this guy a good Samaritan. I mean, Attempted I don't know, dude. good Samaritan. Maybe, are they roommates? It said a neighbor. So I'm guessing okay. that person lived in another house. The, the other interesting thing is they said that they also found a child in a nearby room who was unharmed. And hmm. I'm wondering if the child was the neighbor or if the neighbor is a separate person. Oh, it's not clear. I wonder. Imagine clear, if it was a kid. Because that would when, make sense. That would make a lot more sense. Um, I know whenever minors are involved, they can't really say who it is, which is why they might have put the neighbor instead of taking a name. So that's all speculation. Either way, a man's dead, two dogs are dead, and someone killed someone with a crossbow. Uh, pretty fucking bad day in Massachusetts. I'm going to say Pretty that. fucking gnarly day, if I, if I was to say. That's pretty crazy, man. How many, how many crossbow deaths happen across the country a year? I don't know. I could get you a number on that while uh, you introduce the next story. Yeah, man. I mean, dogs, crossbows. I don't know. You know, you would think it's a good way to hunt them, but I don't know. Oh, my it God. Seems like maybe more of a way to hunt bears, you know? This is not how I wanted you to stall. Well, you know, I mean, we're talking about hunting with crossbows. You know, He's, you got to hunt something. I mean, this guy hunted the fucking, the most threatful fucking creature on Earth, human. So what, what do we, we value dogs over humans, bro? What's up? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move along to the next story where we're going to keep talking about puppies. Or what are we? We're talking about a box of puppies that showed up at a guy's house in Camden, North Carolina. And apparently he couldn't keep them. So he called the authorities and said, hey, somebody left this box of dogs on my porch when I, I just went to the post office real quick. So he's gone a matter of minutes. He comes home to, a, you know, the dogs. Cops show up and they go, hey, dude, these aren't fucking dogs. They're bear cubs. Bear cubs? How do you mistake dogs for bear dude, cubs? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Look at these fucking do- Dude, they are not dogs at all. They have long snouts. They got claws. Like, they're little babies. But, dude, you can clearly tell that's no dog, dude. They're cute yeah, as that's- fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks... I-, I guess if you don't know what, like, a puppy looks like... Like, because these are really small. These almost look like, uh, they they kind of do look like day old or like couple days old puppies. If you don't look at the face, yeah. But when right. you look at the face, they look more like a rat than a puppy. I mean, long nose like that and shit. It's really weird. I, I would be a little freaked out because I'd be like, how, like, that doesn't quite look like a dog. I don't know. I would think dog, though. But my first instinct would not be bear. Yeah. Yeah, not at all, man. I mean, yeah, you like how often does a bear cup show up? True. Apparently, North Carolina bears, black bears are really popular. They're around a lot. Um, but I mean, it's never been recorded that they show up at your house in a box like that. Like the fucking, you know, like, um, what is it? The, the classic like kid in the Stewart like type deal with the fucking, uh, what is that bird that drops the kid, you know? Oh, the stork? Stork, thank you. Oh my God, there I was drawing a blank on that. It's like a stork fucking dropped them off, you know? It's so like, what's weird. What's he talking about? Like, I don't know why the person that had them didn't just call an animal animal rescue if they did figure it out. 
I mean, if they were puppies, they probably wouldn't have dropped them. They they had to have known they were bears, you know? I, yeah, that's very odd. And why leave it at this specific guy's house? That might just be sheer coincidence that he ended up with them. Yeah, man. To me, the real story was how the fuck did these bears get in a box and get there? And they have no idea. Um, luckily, they, you know, they're handling it well. They sent them to a wildlife resource commission and uh, the bears will be new, you know, like brought back to health, made sure they're all right. And then they'll be released when they're old enough to survive on their own in the wild. Okay, so that's I'm gonna, good. I'm going to throw a hypothetical out there for you. Uh, okay. A hunter is out in the woods, shoots a bear out of season, doesn't realize it was a mother bear and sees the cubs there is like fuck i don't want to murder baby bears it's a puts very them good a, puts them in a box drops them near at the nearest house that's a very good point I, I, like a very good thought i think it could be true because uh bears obviously are out of season right now because they're hibernation right so you're you're, you're right on the dot with that i mean right otherwise why would you bring it to uh to like you said uh a rescue or call rescue yourself they ask you where'd you get them yeah, exactly. You know? And you're like, and, uh, I just found him. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, in, normally, in the article, you normally don't just find baby bears. Normally, the mothers with them, especially when they're yeah. that when they're that small. Like that's not even like, like a, a like Dude, what I picture. They can't even bears. walk. Those are like literally infant bears yeah honestly it looks like the scenario of how that guy and his son shot the mom in the fucking den that one time last year i don't know if you know about this but what, there was no, a I gentleman and his that. son they fucking went into a den of a hibernating bear shot the mother didn't realize there was cubs oh shit. shot the cubs too and uh they they didn't know there was a fucking wildlife camera from the fucking dec right on the fucking cave because they wanted to monitor the bears oh so they, they were all on camera doing this shit so I mean, you're pro you could be right, dude. I mean, these these could have been in hibernation with her mom, and fucking somebody went into a den and shot them. Yeah, that, that would be my guess, just because of the fact that it wasn't the person that found that. You know, it was the why would you ditch a box of a box of bears? <laughs> box of bears, dude. Unless they box really don't like that person, it's like a long game. It's like yeah, those bears like, are gonna grow up. Keep, keep these bears until they get old enough to eat them. Yeah, exactly. It's a long game, fucking con, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's That's <laughs> not not a lot going into that one. Um, all right, so we are moving on to Wichita Falls, Texas, where a woman was pulled over and decided to roll the dice on giving a fake name. Unfortunately, the fake name that she gave had a warrant. <laughs> Dude, that's like the opposite of hitting the lottery. Right? It's like, <laughs> damn it. Um, I, I have a theory on this one too, uh, but we'll go over it here. So on January 15th, officers pulled over a vehicle that failed to use a turn signal. After the vehicle was stopped, both passenger and driver were detained because the officers saw something fly out of the passenger's window. So they're probably ditching drugs or something. Mm -hmm. But the name she gave at the stop was Porshala Strawn. Stripper name. Well, I was thinking... That must be someone you know, because that's, that's not, not a fucking John Smith. That, yeah, it's not. That's not a, a Sally Smith or John Smith or whatever. That's like someone you're trying to get someone fucked over. Yeah, dude. That is yeah. That is like your third cousin that you hate or some shit. Like right? that is weird. Someone you got a vendetta with. So uh, when they check the records, they're like oh, Porsche Alstron's got a uh, outstanding warrant. So they arrest her, and then when they were taking her to jail, she's like, hey. It's not my real name. <laughs> so she gave uh, her actual name, which is actually the same last name. 
So that's not a good move either. If you're going to do fake name, pull full fake. Don't Wait, it was the same last name? Same last name. It's her cousin, bro. I'm telling you. It's his third cousin. They got some beef going on. It's got to be someone you know. Or they face maybe Facebook. They were like, who has my same name? And they saw that one day, and then they were like, I'm going to use that for an hour. Right. Just put it in the, in the bank for later. So uh, they pulled up hers, and she had five warrants for her arrest. Only five, dude. Only five. Don't worry. That's the other one me. had one, but one's enough. One's enough. Dude, she should have stuck with the name, dude. Could have got right? out of there quicker. Way quicker. <laughs> Damn, man. Uh, I just, uh, the whole name game, it's so funny when people give up fake names like that because it's like, don't you have to have other info like your license number and shit, your birth date and all that? I if mean, you say you don't have it on you, I guess. Yeah, but it's like, what's your birth date? Good luck guessing that if you don't know the fucking person. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> they definitely got to ask some questions. It's not, I mean. it's not important to me. <laughs> important. I never had a birthday. Age is just a number, officer. <laughs> man yeah people are fucking crazy man i love it i love hearing about these ridiculous stories just like the one we're walking into right now where we're talking about a 36 year old registered sex offender who's on a nice little bicycle ride right uh, innocent guy obviously just taking a bicycle ride through the town that's when he encounters a young lady on the stroll if you know what i'm talking about he should not be near her i'm already <laughs> gonna put that out there good observation well he approaches her and that's when he asked her how much would it be for a sexual encounter. And uh, apparently, you know, she she was a lady of the night. So she, you know, told him a price. And they agreed on it. But he said, hey, listen, I'm not getting paid till Friday and I can't afford it right now. So can I get your number and I'll call you on Friday and then I'll enjoy your services then? Well, the lady looked at him. She's like, hmm, what do you got in that bag there in your hand? And he happened to be carrying a bag of food from Chili's. A couple of burgers. Okay. And he's like, I got a burger in here. She's like, that'll do. You know? And uh, so he's like, oh, what? My burger will do? And he, he bartering? accepts, dude. Barter's a burger for a BJ or something. I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> that's when he realized. It's a new program for the community. That's when he realized he fucked up. Because uh, the young lady happened to be an undercover police officer with the Albuquerque Police Department. Beef Brigade, get on the ground. Dude. To me, this is just the worst kind of entrapment. Like, the guy didn't have the money on him. It's like, what do you got? Give me give me whatever you got in your pockets and I'll fucking take it to arrest your ass. It could have been like a baseball card. It could have been anything. like, half, like I'll take the other half of that Coke you're drinking. What if he just like pulled it? He's like, what do you got in your pockets? And he just like pulled out pocket lint. And they're like, that'll do. That'll, <laughs> that'll do. work. That's enough <laughs> to arrest work. you. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been collecting lint. That'll do. <laughs> Um, man, it's just unfortunate, you know. This guy, I mean, he is a sex offender, so he's probably a piece of shit anyway. But there is, you know, sometimes people get put on the sex offender list for stupid shit like pissing in public or you know not having sex with their significant other. Not to defend the guy, but it almost seems as if like they know exactly where he is and how to get him. Dude, I mean, like, well, when you're doing these kind of things, go. you're gonna get the go. same type of people. I mean, you you know you. It's not uncommon. Like, we see him. We see him coming out of Chili's. Yep, he's got burgers to barter. Let's get him. Book that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I don't think um, 
the top people in the community are cruising for prostitutes on the street, you know? Yeah, that's so, I mean, well, that's true. They order them like from an app or something, probably. Yeah, yeah. You get you get high class sluts after that. I mean, let's be real. We all order them online. Come on. Um. So that's an interesting way. I, that's probably the first burger to get anyone fucking nope. thrown in jail. I knew you were gonna say that. It is what? not, sir. No. It is a hundred percent not. I've got a couple documented cases in 2018, really? 2016, 2014, all with fucking burgers, dude. Wow. Um, oh, actually, the last one, 2014, was a chicken dinner. But the other ones, shoot, chicken one was dinner. a McDonald's quarter pounder, and the other one was just another unnamed burger. Are people just carrying around all these meals ready to exchange them for sexual dude, favors? I don't know. Maybe they think they're not going to get in trouble. You know, it's not money. I'm just giving her food for... Hey. It's still prostitution. Yeah, it's still prostitution. <laughs> well, it's just services is what it is. Yeah, same, I was surprised to see there were so many of them. It's, it's the so same funny. thing they get people on hitchhiking for. Man, yeah, true. True. Presentation of services. Yeah, I just yeah. I'm not I'm not for the entrapment thing. You know, like that show that used to leave the cars out unlocked for people to steal, and the cops were right there watching it, yeah, like, it's like shit like that. Bait car, bait bike. Yeah, dude, like the cops were doing bait fucking car long before anybody was doing it on YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's just entrapment, man. Honestly, you're creating a scenario that wouldn't have existed otherwise. It's know? the I mean, people have said the same thing about to catch a predator, too. But it is really mm. funny when Chris Hansen goes, why don't you take a seat? <laughs> Predators, I don't mind because they're fucking preying on people like, yeah, in a right? way that's a little different. It's physically preying on people versus stealing, like which I, I account for mental illness type deals. I don't know, you know, right. It's a, but who might have? It's all bias, I guess. Realistically, you know? it's just it's interesting to see people get put away for so, soliciting services with food because Dude. you think a lot of times you know giving someone food, it's like oh you know I I scratch your back, you suck my dick later. Like <laughs> you, yeah, I've heard you that one before. You don't think you would end up in jail over like giving someone a PB and J, but Dude. if it's a PB yeah. and BJ, Dude. it's gonna PB be a different. It's gonna be well, a different scenario. Locked up, locked illegal. up, illegal, illegal. Make it, make it that crunchy nutter butter, dude. Oh, oh, <laughs> keep that to yourself. All right, so we have a guy that doesn't give a fuck for our funny clip of the week. He really doesn't, dude. I'm just gonna say this guy does not give any fucks. <laughs> All right. Now, you found this clip. You sent it to me. I was like, what? Is, what are we watching? There's a guy in a fucking car what, what what am i watching here and then it, i let it happen yeah the angle is not exactly the best it's kind of silhouetted from the front of a man's like uh dashboard kind of looking at him as he's yelling out his driver's side window dude this guy he's pulled up about eight inches from another car is there any reason you took two stalls yeah I didn't want you to scratch my $100,000 car. Oh. So could you please move? I don't give a fuck. Could you please move? When I'm done eating? Listen, asshole. Listen, asshole. Oh, the... Oh, Oh, double asshole. Double asshole. I'm gonna fuck who you are. Fuck you. Okay. You're a fucking asshole. Oh. So, I'm the asshole for parking in one stall? About minor. <laughs> All right. Can we just say, as a man, if somebody's talking to you like that and they're fucking stuffing their face still, you really know they don't give any fucks. Oh, my God. He had a mouthful of fries just Dude. throwing disrespect in that other guy's direction. Dude, ultimate 
intimidation factor if you're ever about to get into like a little squabble with somebody just start stuffing your face and talking shit and they are going to be intimidated i guarantee it the double listen asshole definitely got it got me a little bit there it's just like there's if you have to say listen asshole twice like just don't say it because that asshole ain't listening i'm sorry yeah (laughs) dude nah man he was cool and calm and that's what i appreciate most about this guy he was just like fuck you in your hundred thousand dollar car you shouldn't park like an asshole i don't care how expensive your car is yeah right that's Uh the truth dude like fuck you and your your fucking car keep it in the garage if you're worried about scratching it all right has it power that's all i'm saying Rise up against the 1%, people. We're going to post this up on our Facebook so that you can join the revolution on Friday. And uh, make sure you check that out. Make it Friday a little bit funnier. Fuck yes. Do it, people. Get into the revolution. The slacker (laughs) revolution. Let's fucking do it. Burn it down. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting ready to wind down a little bit. We're going to talk about some uh, Valentine's Day appropriate movies. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. What's up, all you guys out there in podcast land? This is Chris. This is Jason. And I'm the Duchess. And we're the Hashtag No Offense Show, bringing you your weekly dose of crazy Florida headlines. Well, that's not all we talk about. I mean, we talk about stuff like... Yeah, don't forget about me sucking dicks. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's true, I guess. <laughs> Some of them dick pics. Let's just check out this clip from a recent episode. It's... You know, they don't really have any problems at all. Fuck yeah, why would you? Yeah, everybody's getting their balls drained. And they're <laughs> right. getting in trouble. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and the girls are getting paid. They're happy. And nobody's suing anybody for whipping their dick out. She's got she's got fucking health care for for sucking dick, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, do you know how many bitches in America would suck dick for health care? I would suck dick for health care. You've got it by being married. For free health care. <laughs> yeah, but if we can get health care for free, you wouldn't let me suck dick. I pay $550 a month for health care. Is $550 a month worth it to you to suck a gang of dicks for free health care? <laughs> How many are a gang? And will they be providing... Yeah, what is a gang of dicks? Will they be providing sandwiches afterwards? Because if they have sandwiches, then I am in. I'll pay the five fifty and take you to Firehouse, okay? So if you like what you heard, head on over to htnos.com. And you can subscribe on any of your podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on all the socials, HTNOS everywhere. American Slacker is proudly partnered with Seat Giant to bring you discounts on tickets to events. Easy to find, easy to use. SeatGiant.com has the tickets you're looking for. Everything from comedy to music, plays, and even sports. Use our promo code SLACKER at checkout. Boom, save some money. For example, if you want to see My Chemical Romance at the Wells Fargo Center, you can save $141 using our code SLACKER. Now that's almost enough to get a beer at the venue. Go to SeatGiant.com, enter promo code SLACKER. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. And we are back. It's time to talk about a couple movies to enjoy the holidays with your significant other, with your your romance, maybe your little friends with benefits. I don't know. You know, maybe you're just looking to get in the mood. Maybe you're trying to work into that. uh, Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're trying to break out of that friend zone, dude. The horrible friend zone. You know, it's tough. And, and you know, there. even if you're single, these movies will, you know, give you something to watch on that day while you cry into your chocolates. It's all right. Dude, if it's you're all not right. with someone, you're with yourself. And mm. if you're not treating yourself, you're not doing it right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so. we try to be slick. I think we got a bunch of movies that, you know, guys can enjoy on the sly, you know. So there's a lot of elements that, you know, aren't just for the ladies. 
Yeah, I'm going to start it off with uh, one of my favorites. This movie came out in 2001. It's called Serendipity. It stars Kate Beckinsale and John Cusack, along with Jeremy Piven and a bunch of other really good side um, characters. Play Great cast. Actors playing great side characters. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, it was directed by Peter Chelsom. And I, I had, I'm not really familiar with him and stuff that he's directed. But this movie, I saw it when I was younger, and it was one of those movies that always kept popping up on, like, cable and shit like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. He did Hector and the Search for Happiness, Space Between Us, Funny Bones. So he's, you know, he's done a, a multiple... Oh, he even directed an episode of Psych. Ah. I love that show. So uh, to get into what Serendipity is about, basically John Cusack's character and Kate Beckinsale's character meet in New York. They have an amazing night. It's like something out of a fairy tale, like when you have like that first uh, meet cute and start to, you know, realize you're falling in love with this person all in one night. But destiny plays a big role in this film. It's not something I believe in in real life, but I really do like it played with in narrative and fiction type stuff. So the uh, uh, woman played by Kate Beckinsale, she gives her number to John Cusack and it blows away. And to her, this is a big sign that, you know, maybe it's not meant to be. And John's character won't let it go. And she ends up saying, okay, I'm going to write my number in a book and I'm going to sell this book to a used bookstore. And if you end up finding it, then call me. Um, fast forward, they've been in re- the different relationships. She's living on the West Coast. He's still in New York. They're both engaged, but they can't stop thinking about each other. So Kate Beckinsale's character ends up getting a break from her uh, about-to-be marriage, essentially, to go find this guy in New York. And uh, John Cusack's character, with the help of Jeremy Piven, ends up going around and being like, you know, I can't let this go. I can't get married before I figure out if this girl was the right one. And it's just, uh, it's cool how they kind of miss each other on cer- certain things. Like you as the audience kind of see that like, oh shit, they almost saw each other there. It's it's like a lot of that kind of stuff. And the uh, whole, like I said, idea of playing with destiny and fate and that <coughs> kind of thing. It's, it's a cool element to a romantic movie. Yeah, the story when you told me about it, it really had, I've never seen it, but um, I was interested right away when you told me the storyline. Because I thought that was a cool way to play it out through the time, you know, if fate will bring these two back together, which I always enjoy movies like that. Right. So, yeah, that one is definitely one that's worth watching uh, if you're looking for something romantic and uh, a little bit lighter, I would say. Hmm. Okay. That's good. That's good. Nothing too serious here. Right. Now, my first movie um, is called A Lot Like Love. It's one of Ashton Kutcher's younger roles uh, right after that 70s show. And he was co-starred by Amanda Peet. Um, this this movie was directed by Nigel Cole and uh, written by Colin Patrick Lynch. And I really enjoyed this movie as a younger guy. Uh, I found this probably when I was about 15 or so. And uh, maybe maybe like 16, I don't know. Okay. Somewhere in the teenage years. And I uh, I really enjoyed it. It was like one of my corny, like secret, you know, I enjoyed a, a romance film type deal. Like, you know, but it, this one has a lot of comedy in it. So it's not just a hard romance film. Um, Ash Kutcher does a great job of, you know, leaning on the, the comedic element of the film. Um, and, and I've got to say Amanda Pete does as well. And basically the story starts out with um, two people hooking up on a plane, um, two strangers. And they've joined the Mile High Club. And um, 
they kind of dabble a little bit and they, they just like say goodbye. And then they, it, over the course of seven years, they keep coming in and out of each other's lives in random scenarios. Huh. So it's a similar scenario to your movie, but um, it's a different way of fate working out. Okay. So they, they come back and forth. They're with other people commonly. Um, you see the characters grow individually into like from young adults to, you know, adults, you know, and uh, I really enjoyed the whole process of the film and I thought it was really well written. Um, again, I, I haven't watched this in a while. But um, I, I'm pretty sure it holds up. I, I really, I have this movie on DVD and I've watched it a bunch of times. Nice. Uh, amount I wouldn't really care to disclose on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I would highly recommend A Lot Like Love. And I think um, girls will be very into this film as well. I mean, it's a very romantic, heavy film. So nice. And I mean, like, I always liked Ashton Kutcher in, in his film roles. And Amanda Pete, I really enjoyed her from Saving Silverman. Dude, really good. And Steven Silverman, man, <laughs> such a good film. Is it? Does it have the comedic kind of stuff like from Saving Silverman? Lightly, not as hard, I would say, because that, okay. that film's pretty fucking funny when you look into all the jokes and shit. I mean, is it, it close? It, is it closer to like Just Married? Because I know that's another like Ashton Kutcher one with uh, that's what, uh Cameron Brit- Diaz, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. It's probably yeah. It's probably pretty close to that one actually. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, he seemed yeah, to be he does, doing a he, lot around that time. He did a lot, yeah. Because I, the one I was th- thinking about was um, Cameron Diaz, the one where he was married to Cameron Diaz oh, in Vegas. Yeah. It's, it's another one just like it, but <laughs> no, yeah. This is an old, old film, 2005. So uh, this is the beginning of his journey, I think, and that's why you know I chose this one. It's not after the wave of all the fucking romance films he did. You know, right. this is right after that 70s show. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Check that shit out. Nice. Check that one out. Now, the, the next one, hear me out on this, okay? Don't, like, I'm going to tell you it, and then I'm all you are going to be shaking your head saying I'm trying to fit something in that doesn't fit into the category. I don't want to hear <laughs> it. Shaun of the Dead, 2004. Cult classic. One of my favorite movies of all time. Don't you dare tell me it's not a romantic comedy because this is all about getting the girl. Um, this is a zom-com or zom-rom-com, if you want to put it that way. It's a, zom- a funny zombie movie about uh, a guy trying to save the girl that he loves from the apocalypse, essentially. It was yeah, uh, directed by Edgar Wright, who also directed uh, Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, the list just goes on. Grind, A grindhouse fake trailer. Damn. I didn't even realize. Um, and he works uh, very closely with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, who star in this film. Kate Ashfield plays the love interest, uh, Liz, and Simon Pegg's character, Sean, uh, from the title of the film, ends up going and saving her. And this is, the, I also have such appreciation for this film because it's part of the uh, Coronado trilogy, I think it's called, uh, which is like Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and I think the end of the world is the last one in that. Um, it's stu- it's a big project that I think Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and Edgar Wright all kind of worked on. Um, it, it's like I said, it's just one of my favorite movies, and it is it is a romantic comedy at heart. It's the fact you know that he's trying to prove that he actually does love his girlfriend because basically they they break up and then everything goes to shit, which I think is a big metaphor too. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Life crumbling. <laughs> 
And I can't even like, I could spend another half hour talking about the way that this film is shot and the fact that it's all a big mirror image of itself. You didn't even mention Philip yet. I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, poor Philip. Got red on you. (laughs) I got to watch this one again because it's it's definitely a favorite of mine. Um, If you want to, hey, red also goes with the holiday or with the Valentine's Day holiday. So there you go. It's another reason to watch Shaun of the Dead on that. Hell yeah. I vouch for it. That's a great fucking movie. Well, I thank love you, that man. movie. Yeah. 7.9 on IMDb, so. <laughs> Ooh, other people like it as well, it seems. Man, the next movie I want to talk about, another classic from, from my youth, uh, A Knight's Tale, 2001. Heath Ledger in one of his classic roles. Uh, I just absolutely love this movie through and through. I know to this day it holds up, and if you say otherwise, I just... I'm not with you, okay? I'm just not the with you. The soundtrack alone on this film. Dude, so amazing. good. So good. I mean, there's so many good, which was interesting because they worked modern songs into a medieval element, which yeah. is not common. They usually don't do that kind of thing, and I really enjoyed that. There was modern songs to amp up the relationship between the main characters. Uh, Heath Ledger, Shannon Sossaman. Uh, very, very, very well done. I love this The boys film. are back in town, baby. Dude, the boys are back in town. Thank you. I was trying to think <laughs> of all the fucking songs in it. Um, so good. The gentleman that directed it, Brian Heligard, Heligeland. Sorry, Heligeland. He, dude, he deleted. He did Man on Fire. One of another one oh, of my wow. favorite fucking movies. Dude, That's a good I one. love that fucking movie with Denzel. Uh, L.A. Confidential, Forty Two. I mean, this guy's list goes on and on of things that he's written or directed. It just shows in this film. This this film was a complete masterpiece for me. Honestly, I uh, loved Heath Ledger's role. Basically, he's a young squire who's uh, he's almost a peasant. You know, he has n- no royalty at all, but he gets with a crew after his lord dies that he works for. Basically, he's like working for a lord who does jousting and his lord dies and he gets a crew of guys. One of them forges papers to make him a legit knight, basically putting him in the place of his old lord. And uh, he fakes his way through tournaments all over the lands of Europe and uh, makes his way into like notoriety. People like start noticing him and shit. Mm-hmm. And then it gets unwound that you know he's not really a fucking knight you know and meanwhile while this is all going is going on he's building a relationship with a princess so he's like way out of his fucking out of his league yeah and uh you know so he finds out is amazing as as this main character you can see the evolution from him going to the joker because he always gets the joker is always like going to be the role that's like his most known but like you could see like his evolution as an actor like he just is crazy in all of his films oh absolutely and uh it's believable which is the best part i think that's what i enjoy the most is actually heath ledger not even just a great storyline and all that but uh, and I, I have to say some of the choreography in that film is really good too there's a lot oh, of yeah. really good dance numbers and stuff from dude, what I the dance numbers yes dude the dance numbers are really good on, on top of the fight scenes are really well put right. off as well jousting is really done it looks fucking great between the music the fucking the actors and actresses and the, the fucking cinematic value i mean this is a great movie all around uh it got a 6.9 on imdb which i mean it's not a 7.9 like shawn of the dead but it's not that level of cult madness i'm surprised yeah it's still a high level 6.9 is very high on imdb for a film these days i feel like they don't unless it's a box office killer they right. don't really fucking give a high rating it's a sleeper if people haven't seen it i, I it it's a good a time as any on Valentine's Day. Definitely. Yeah. I would say the the love interest uh, with the princess is it's a cool way of playing it out. It's a great storyline. And of course, you know, everything works out in the end, like every other film. So <laughs> it's cool to see it all, all wrap up. 
All right, so I got one more for you, and we're going. I'm sorry, it's another John Cusack movie. Uh, we're talking High Fidelity, done I, a few years before the uh, movie Serendipity that I had recommended. For actually a year before, so this was when he was, you know, <laughs> pumping them out. And High Fidelity is a romantic comedy where John Cusack's uh, character is examining his past relationships. He basically he's the record store owner. And he's, he makes lists. He's like a compulsive list maker. And he uh, makes a list of his top five breakups. And then he goes back and visits each of the women that he was in the relationship with in order to gain perspective on why he, like, why it ended. And, like, what is it about him that, like, he needed to improve, I guess, from me. He's probably not looking at it from that perspective. Maybe that's my own take from it is, like, he, he's looking at it more as, like, replaying the greatest hits but like i've always seen it through this uh film through the perspective of like what have what did you learn and how did you grow from being with that person and what did like what did you take out on the other side that you wouldn't have otherwise mm. i like it it's a deep yeah a deep concept yeah and uh hey you got john cusack you got young jack black which is hilarious. Uh, he's one of the people in the record store. Um, you got Todd Luisa, who's uh, the other uh, record store worker. Uh, who else? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, Joan Cusack, uh, his sister, <laughs> is actually in it. Uh, I think that's his sister, unless their name is just exactly the same. I think they are. Um, Tim Robbins is in it. Uh, you got... It, it's just... It's a great cast, and the whole concept of, like... Uh, him being obsessed with like the music and the lists and playing out his his past relationships i've always thought was a a cool plot uh to see played out in a romantic comedy because it's always it's always about the relationship you're in in these movies and not the ones that you've been in so it's cool to see a character reflecting on that kind of stuff Mm, true yeah the hidden history of the characters what led them to like who they are today yeah there's a lot of interest yeah it's it's almost like uh, here's here's the blank here's the character and I'm gonna build it in front of you. Yeah, which is really cool. I mean, you can't get more in depth with character creation than that, right? You know? Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, they are making a new series called High Fidelity based off of the film. I'm guessing, uh, but this is going to be a sort of gender swap version of High Fidelity, um, and it's gonna it's on Hulu, ten episodes. It says it's coming out this year, and Zoe Kravitz plays the uh title character or the lead character in this one and i'm mm. guessing it's going to be the same concept because it says a fan of music pop culture and uh top five list runs a local record store in her hometown just like john cusack in the movie and it's oh okay so high fidelity was a novel at one point in time my uncultured swine ass doesn't know these things <laughs> um but yeah so it went from a book to a john cusack movie and now 20 years later they're they're doing it as a Hulu series. So I'm interested. I'm probably going to watch that as well, but I would suggest definitely giving the movie a shot before, you know, jumping into the series. Yeah, man. I definitely want to check this one out because I haven't seen it at all. You would, you would love it. You would yeah, love it. it sounds as like someone who likes music. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely have to check that one out. Now my last one involves music as well. My film is called drive and this is honestly my favorite film of all time. This is the film that is, is notorious in the synthwave community, which I'm very into. And uh, it, it has an ensemble of a fucking of music backing every scene, which is amazing, including Kavinsky, which was one of my biggest like 
loves in youth. Like he was the first guy to come out with fucking retro wave fucking craziness. And uh, of course, it stars one of my favorite actors, Ryan Gosling, man. I know he's not just for the ladies, people. He's not just for the ladies. <laughs> come on. I love this guy. He's in uh, so many fucking films. He's amazing in every one of them, honestly. And uh, Drive is basically exactly what you'd expect. There's a lot of driving in it. Um, it's definitely one of those getaway movies. But there's a love story built into it with, between this guy who's been a loner his whole life. He's he's a Hollywood stuntman and a, like a mechanic at the same time. He's okay. not making crazy money. He's not like wicked famous. But he works in Hollywood. Um, so it's Ryan Goslin and um, Carrie Mulligan. But his the guy he works for, nice little cameo, Brian Cranston. Oh, What's wow. up? little breaking bad in there um i really enjoyed brian cranston's character in this as well he he plays something different than what you've ever seen brian cranston play like a kind of like a just pathetic um con artist type deal he's just always looking to get money out of people even the people that he's closest to okay so it plays into the movie of kind of screwing this young guy ryan goslin um Ryan Gosling's trying to help out his neighbor that he that the this is the romance interest. They slowly build build up a relationship and um apparently, you know, her boyfriend is away in jail in the beginning of the film and she has a child with that guy and uh, Ryan Gosling and her start, you know, hanging out and stuff, building a relationship and then that guy comes home. And that guy comes home, it's everything's weird, you know, for a little bit and then he gets into some trouble and he's got like some debt over his head and uh ryan goslin comes out of the apartment which they both live in the same apartment complex and he Mm -hmm. finds that boyfriend all beaten up next to like the kid and the kid's sitting there like fucking tormented watched his dad just get beat to shit by some gangsters and whatever no shit so basically that brings the heartening part to where ryan goslin wants to help out so he he's like trying to figure out why this guy's in the scenario and he's like you know okay well how do we pay off your debt what is what does the guy want okay so it, it gets into this whole crime fucking a big job type deal, you know, a big crime job. And uh, they have to do some dirty really to uh, make everything OK for this guy with the uh, the crime boss that he's working for. No problem. And uh, they're going to rob a they're going to rob a pawn shop. So it's a whole crazy heist movie. I was going to say, it's a, it was a it's, little hard, it's to, hard to like that. It's hard to explain <laughs> everything that goes on in drive because there's a lot. OK. And uh, full of action. But yet, it's not one of those movies that you're going to show your girl and she's going to be like, this is the stupidest shit ever. There's going to be a lot of great romance pieces to it. And uh, this is one of the best like movies I could put out there for, I think, that both people you know, would enjoy in a relationship, you know, or like whatever, you know, like no matter what your view is, I think anybody could find something in Drive to enjoy. Okay, cool. You know, and uh, very action packed, very music heavy, like I was saying. And who doesn't like Ryan Gosling? Come on. So uh, those are there's six films. I mean, if if there's one you don't like, you got five others to choose from. I'll run them down for you again. We got Serendipity, A Lot Like Love, Shaun of the Dead, A Knight's Tale, High Fidelity, and Drive. Check them out. All good ones worth snuggling up and watching on the 14th. Now, we're going to get into a little game that's also uh, Valentine's Day related. But before we do that, we'll take a quick break here. Do you like craft beer? Uh-huh. Do you like an unending wealth of puns? Uh-huh. What about four-hour lectures on the ethics of cryptocurrency usage in third world nations? No! Oh, right. But do you still want craft beer reviews and comedy, right? Uh-huh. Then listen to Hot Nation USA, a craft beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Stitcher. Are you me? No, I'm not. Just listen to the podcast. 
Top Nation USA. We're all fine podcasts are sold. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to Manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout. Enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. Put that candy back. I'm not buying you all that mess. Try me, bitch. And we are back to play a little game. This is a new one. We're just cranking them out here. We don't stop. Fucking game masters, dude. Call us Milton and Bradley and Landers and Gertz, dude, because we are fucking (laughs) cranking these bitches. We're going to have fucking board games on your closet shelves coming uh, in 2021. Just keep uh, keep an eye out for that. So uh, this one's called Love Don't Cost a Thing. Matt, we are going to challenge each other. In a sort of prices righty kind of style thing here, where we list some items that you could get a significant other for Valentine's Day. And we have to guess whether or not the value of those items are above or below a certain number. It's really like uh, we're just constantly playing the showcase. Yeah. element of prices of prices right exactly right? except I mean, we're going we're going low or high we're giving you a showcase you gotta tell if, tell us if it's above or below and uh you got some for me i got some for you we're both playing in this we're both in the hot seat so let me go first say i got you a 2020 corvette and then i filled that corvette with a hundred bottles of la Marque prosecco how much do you, do you think that that would be lower or higher than $80,000? How many bottles? We're talking 100 bottles of Prosecco. This thing's filled to the brim. I don't know. What, I, what, did, what are we filling with it again? I forgot. We're filling a 2020 Corvette with 100 oh, bottles oh, of Prosecco. Higher. You're saying it's going to be higher than 80000 Higher. I'm sorry, that's actually lower. It's it would be sixty-one thousand three hundred and ninety-four dollars. We got uh, fifty-eight thousand nine hundred dollars for the Corvette and twelve hundred and forty-seven dollars for hundred bottles of Prosecco. My God, it might even be less because that's like per bottle price. So you might get a deal if you get a hundred of them. Man, all right, all right. So I'm down one. All right, <laughs> and then when that showcase, God damn it, dude! I yeah, that would have been one. a nice one. Driving Corvette. around all drunk. Enough booze to be drunk all fucking... Imagine driving a, bu- a Corvette full of Prosecco. Dude. <laughs> Spilling on the road. I was going to say one fucking hard turn and all those bottles <laughs> break, dude. Never getting that smell out of that bag. It's going to level off real quick. Man. Well, you know, I got one for you. What if I was to get you 
Versace purse. Really, this is for the ladies out there. I mean, let's be real. If you were to get your lady a Versace purse, the average priced middle size one. Okay. Full of sour diesel. And I'm talking oh. the weed. Ooh. All right. Full? So how many ounces of sour diesel is that? I'm, all right. So what I said, what I calculated then was 25 eighth packs. 25 eighths? So they're eighths. in the bag. Yeah. They're in the bag. So, you know, like eighths. Oh, prepackaged eighths. Okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to just Versace like, oh, there's bag. a fucking three ounce bag stuffed in there, you know? A Versace bag full of So they're individual eighths. eighths. Sour diesel. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it lower or higher? than What's my number here? All right. So is it lower or higher than $3,000? Oh, it's got to be higher. That sounds like a deal if it's under. It's under, dude. It's what? under. You're wrong. Oh, I know what my girlfriend's so, getting. I went median, and uh, what I did was I um, calculated out the... Um, all right, so I calculated out the purse at 750 Okay. That was a median Versace. Right. Um, I mean, you can go crazy with them. If you really want to go, you can get the $10,000 Versace, but you're a dumbass. Right. Or you're rich as fuck, you know, which yeah, cool. Um, and then the diesel, I calculated out to $1,500. Yeah, that's that $60 sounds, an eighth. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to pay taxes and everything too. So, yeah. So we're looking at $2,250 altogether. Mm. Said and done. That's not bad. That's not, not bad. bad, dude. For we're, at least we're, giving, we're giving some people ideas, I think. Dude, with that's this a lot segment. of weed, you know? Okay. All right. So this one might be out of everyone's price range. I'm just going to put that out, out there. Right here. <laughs> I got one of those. Um, Matt, if someone wants their own island in British Columbia, and oh God. and they want to have a cookout, but they want to have something a little exotic. They want they don't want to have just like regular old like island pigs steaks. <laughs> We're talking one ton of prime ostrich meat. So I'm getting you a private island, and you can have an ostrich cookout on on this island. Is this gonna run you more than or less than one hundred thousand dollars? For a more. private island, it's got to be more. It's got to be more. One ton of ostrich meat. You're saying more? Yeah. You're right. It's gonna run you a little bit more. It's gonna run you $138,900. The uh, okay. the, the island is $105,000. Not bad. Yeah, you can buy Sweet Island up in up in British Columbia. It's a three-acre island, and. Oh. Uh, Three acres. That's not bad. It's a little bit of space. And then one ton of ostrich meat is going to cost you uh, almost $34,000. I wonder what it tastes like because it definitely yeah. can't be chicken. You can get 16 ounces at a time. So I had to like figure out a ton, divide that by 16 and multiply that by the, yeah, uh, the price cost. of the... Uh... Oh, my God. That's a lot of ostrich meat. It's a lot of fucking ostrich. It's Nobody needs that much. That's a lot Nobody of dead ostriches. That. Dude, it's a fucking <laughs> massacre, dude. Mm -mm. All right. So say you want to hook your your lady up with her own little space, all okay. right? But you're not just going to give her own little space. We're going to give her a own little space full of puppies. We're talking about a she shed full of puppies. What's it going to run you, all right? Is it going to be oh, six puppies? I put six puppies. We're not okay. neglecting the animals. It's kind of tight, but there's, there's room. I didn't all know right. if this was like to the brim. Like nah, puppies we're not double stacking. We're not going 3D. They're, they're not stacked like cheerleaders up and top. <laughs> like as many as we can fit. I, just, I closed the door, locked it, and I opened the roof, and then I just started chucking puppies in there. <laughs> just throwing them in there. Every fill inch. Fill the fucking puppies, dude. Um, so, so six? Six puppies and a she shed. Is it higher or lower than 8,000? 
Uh, did you go like purebred puppies? Yeah, I went. So what you pay for a, a puppy from AKC? Not like fucking. Uh, it's not a shelter dog. Okay. Because you're, you're, if be, you're doing this, you're not buying rescues. So let's be it's real. Got, it's got to be higher. It's got to be higher. Because dog puppies cost a lot. We're tied. It's not that much higher though. You're, you, I put in the price for the she shed at three grand. Now okay. we're talking. That's a shed with maybe fifteen hundred dollars for furnishing. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Because it's a she shed. It's not a regular shed. Right. You got it. And then six puppies, $1,500 a pop. Yeah. We're talking 9,000, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking 12,000. Dude, you get a she shed full of puppies, $12,000. Boom. What a deal. Bad gift. What a deal. Not a bad gift at all. All right. Let's get on. One, one. Number three. This is going to, this could make or break, depending. All right. So you're, you're a man of class. You're a man who likes nice, things what about a 15th century german full suit of armor with sword god with sword but not only that you're a man who also loves 90s movies so you're also gonna get a cameo from steve gutenberg actor from police academy and three men and a baby you're gonna get a suit of armor a sword and put Gutenberg in the armor. Gutenberg, I, I that no, see that would run you a lot more. To put him in the armor, probably because this is just a cameo. He's gonna send you a video. He's gonna oh. say, "Hey Matt, nice suit of armor. I'm oh. Steve Gutenberg. Nice to see you." Got me. I forgot about the cameo bullshit. Nice okay. to see your sword is so sharp. So. I thought you meant like a film cameo. Like I was like, what? No, That's no, gotta no. This cost is, money to get that motherfucker. This is a, a personal video message from Steve Gutenberg. Gutenberg's probably three or four hundred dollars on your suit cameo. Armor. So. Is it higher or lower than $3,000? Higher. What did you say the armor was? It's a 15th century German full suit of armor with sword. Okay. I hope you did your research because armor of that era usually goes for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I can guarantee you that it's definitely higher. It's probably a replica. It's a replica? It's probably a replica. If you're saying those goes for Still hundreds higher. of thousands? I mean, to get a suit of armor, I mean, you're... Dude, to get a shitty fucking Kylo Ren mask... Like that's like movie quality is seven hundred fifty dollars. You're talking suit of armor replica. We gotta be higher than three grand. Lower. What? You're buying you party wrong, city sir. armor, bro. That is plastic. I'll send you a link. Uh, the armor would cost you. Please do. Uh, actually, the armor costs also, most of it. It's catch 20. us both in armor on the next episode <laughs> of American Slack Podcast. That might be our next Patreon goal. Uh, Twenty-seven eighty-three. So $2,783 for the suit of armor. How and much then, is Gutenberg costing for the fucking cameo? One, $150. Not bad, dude. We need it's to get him for, We've got to get him to say something for American Slacker. Damn. There you go. Fuck. Man, I was like, I was for sure it was going to be more. Well, let's That's finish it steal. out high class for real. All right. Now, you're looking to have a nice little evening with your lady. Or maybe your guy. I'm not, no preference. Whatever you're into, you know? And uh, you want to you wanna hear some tunes? You want to get a little private show going on? Maybe you, your lady, your guy, your friends. Nice little group of people, right? Okay. You want Justin Timberlake. Oh, fuck. You want to rent out a theater, obviously. You're not going to have Justin Timberlake come to your house to do a, to do a show, right? No, so we're going to have cool. JT. You're going to rent him. You're going to rent a venue as well. All right? Not just a little shitty club, but like a nice little amphitheater. Okay. You know, decent size. Talking 500, 2,000 probably seat. Um, higher or lower than $500,000? So a personal Justin Timberlake concert is essentially what you're getting. One personal Justin Timberlake concert. 
You said higher or lower than? $500,000. Half a million dollars. Lower. I'm going to say lower. Sure. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say too late. lower. It's too late. You can't, you can't go back. You're wrong, dude. Believe Fuck. it or not, <laughs> just in 2014 alone, and his price has gone up, Justin charged $1.3 million for an acoustic set at somebody's house. Oh, my God. An acoustic set, dude. Showed That's up with a guitar insane. and $1.3 million. It was for the guy that had just sold Coca-Cola, actually. The That's CEO, how you celebrate the owner, selling the, a soda company, I guess. Yeah, it was right when he fucking sold Coca-Cola. He made like, you know, $400 million off a deal. And he was like, fuck it. Let's have a party and have Justin Timberlake. Holy Christ. And uh, yeah, so uh, he, I looked on some, um, some like celebrity you know uh where you can hire celebrities for events and shit right it said it was at least a million dollars to get him wow he was on a list with uh like taylor swift and madonna and shit that's yeah there's very few people that charge that much most people you're gonna spend a couple hundred grand you know you can get three doors down you can get fucking maroon five and adam levine for 400 four hundred thousand dollars dude j tim millions millions. that's insane wow so we leave this in a tie. We didn't have anything set up God, for a tiebreaker. We didn't, um, dude. How about if the listeners send us some stuff? We'll, me and Matt will both separately put in our own bids, and whoever gets the most right will will reveal. And that's Ooh, if you guys first, do it. First listener that does it. The first listener. One. But if we tie person. again, if we tie again, then we're, we're gonna have to do more than one. True. That is true. All right. A couple people send in some shit. Match these questions. Hit us up on Instagram. That's the easiest way. Interactive. You get to figure out who wins the game yeah. by your own question. We've never done it this way, but I think it's I've the only it. way. I think it's the only way. <laughs> yep. Well, man, you know, it's just, uh, if one thing came out of this game, it's just that, you know, it makes me sick how much Justin Timberlake makes on a single appearance. <laughs> My takeaway is that I can get Steve Gutenberg for pretty damn cheap. That, yeah, I like that positive. Maybe we should be positive. Gutenberg, $150 on Cameo. Get at him. <laughs> he surely... I haven't seen him in a while. He might need that money. I don't know. What's Gutenberg up to? Did he spend his fortune from the police academy? I was I don't surprised know. he was up there. It was really... Uh, it was re- really. That's how Cameo shocked. is, though. You'd be surprised a lot of the people that are on there. You're like, wait, what? OJ Simpson? Okay. It's like, I don't want his... <laughs> Well, this is that point of the show where we thank every single one of you for tuning in. And uh, hey, check out that YouTube if you're not watching us on YouTube. If you are, hey. That was a secret message from us. to the You, you, you would have to yeah, see that to understand you have, it. You have to go to the YouTube to see what you have to, did you got to see that. That was sign language at its finest. Don't do that in public, though. I'm, Definitely I'm, I'm just suggesting. <laughs> yeah. My dick was out. I'm just going to say it. Watch the YouTube. You get to see it. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, if you want to get at me, MWG Media on Instagram, Maddie G from HP. Somebody come catch these hands, please. I'm dying. I am putting a challenge out there. Nobody's answering me. I've said it for weeks now. I can't just beat up on Landers all the time. I Man need somebody needs else. To fight someone else. <laughs> Where do the people get at you? How do they find the great Landers? I can make men follow me to hell. Where is that? Where is that hell? At Landers the Plane. Exactly. All right. I like it. All right, people. uh, Keep it real. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Keep it real. And until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. America. We blazing America. America. This is fucking America. America. We're second America. America. 
This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.